This week on the Young and Dumb Podcast, we have Alfred from Orlando. He's an AR slash VR specialist with his own company. This young entrepreneur shows us what the Orlando tech scene has to offer. His talent is limitless and his reach is worldwide. This week, we hop into AR. Ambitious. He's tackling a field that many people don't even know much more than being able to see a Pokemon pop up on their phone. Reflective. Know that you fail. is something that he tells people getting started on their entrepreneurial journey. It's a tough pill to swallow, but when you can accept that and turn failures into lessons, you're on the right path. This week, we're looking through the world of AR with Alfred. Welcome everyone to the 39th episode of the Young and Dumb podcast with your hosts Justin and Gary. Uh, we have a special guest down from Florida, former former UCF Knight with us, uh, Alfred on board today. Alfred, say what's up to the people. Hey, what's up guys? How are you doing? Great. Glad to have you on board with us today. Uh, so the Get Your Grind Up way, waste no time. Let us know who you are and what you're doing right now. <laughs> My name is Alfred Espital. I'm the founder and CEO of Launchable, which is an augmented reality company. Awesome. So we're just going to jump right into it. What kind of brought you into the uh, virtual reality business, like the tech startup side of things? Uh, realistically, I've just been fascinated with technology my whole life. Um, I was obsessed with phones at a really young age. I think I built my first phone when I was like in middle school or yeah, around middle school when I first seen one. And I was like really obsessed with them. So that just kept me in the tech scene my whole life, honestly. Uh, around high school, I was ended up buying and selling enough phones that uh, <laughs> I just kind of got really obsessed with that. And then I, it found me into the AT&T store. So at a, like, as soon as I started working, I ended up starting working at AT&T. So I never got out of like phones. Mm-hmm. And since like AR was such a big thing in VR, like it just kind of went coincided. I just started falling right into it. Okay, so um, pretend I don't have a phone, even though you can see one right here. How would <laughs> okay. you sell? How would you sell a phone to me? Um, like, what do you believe that uh, a phone has to offer that that blow my mind? Uh, if we're talking about today's age, it's not very hard to sell a phone now uh, because it's pretty much your best friend at this moment. But now it's like, all right, it's it has to make it easy for one person to communicate to the next person. That's pretty much it. Um, and then you just kind of define their needs. So it's like, if I had to break it down, I was like, all right, what do you primarily use your phone for? And if you tell me it's, you're going to be making phone calls, then I'm like, I might as well just recommend you a flip phone. But if you're telling me that I have to check emails and you need like a strong business phone and you don't need it to crash, then I'll probably recommend an iPhone. But if you're like a nerd and kind of like myself, I would recommend any high-end Android device if you're willing to hear that. Yeah. I, I would recommend actually anything straight from Google, like maybe a Google pixel too that's probably the phone i would recommend to you guys and i, I just, mean like yeah i just want justin to like internalize that because he has his whole anti-android stigma going around there. oh it's no, perfect yeah, yeah. non-android lovers out there Android's <laughs> on the rise see i'm not android, really android. <laughs> android did this nice thing and they took the the reason we got such a bad rep android took the bottom floor market of uh like the smartphone scene and Apple said, decided to take the high end. I mean, if you held an iPhone or, or an Apple product, you know, these things look beautiful, mm-hmm. but if you are a nerd and you want to spec out and you need some 
geeky stuff and let's go android all day because it's like it does not limit you you can do whatever you want to it or you can just be a basic user on it like i put my whole my mom and dad now have android devices they're very anti-apple so they're completely <laughs> fine See, i'm more of like I don't know. I'm not really into fashion or anything, but I just love the design of Apple, how they went about it. And like their branding is crazy. It's not necessarily towards. Like, so they built this nice culture exactly. around their product and they hooked you so well. <laughs> and, and, and if you have a MacBook and an iPad and you're in that ecosystem, well, they kind of trap you. Mm -hmm. And the word is trap because what if you use a different device? You don't want it. Won't it? Doesn't sync. It's not because you won't want it. You can't. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like between trying to for files, like Excel files and all of that, it's, it's yeah. Awesome. Yeah, and then like so, an AirDrop, like that's beautiful. Like I mean, if you use AirDrop, like transferring information on it is great. And like from your phone to your laptop, it's great. But I will say, Apple hands down does make the best computers. I give it to them. Uh like use a macbook don't go don't go as one windows do not use windows <laughs> i think my favorite thing about apple is how everything is so connected like ha being able yeah. to find message from all my devices it, it's so right. i guess i don't know okay i, I can see you there <laughs> truthfully because like that is iMessage is like honestly what everyone says is like this is a this is what makes the iphone great and well you know what i just want to let you know right now we do have or Android or app, um, I'm sorry, Google, it will be releasing basically the same thing in a few months with their messenger. So after that happens, Hey, I'm, I'm just I'm, saying, I'm, I'm, I, can't <laughs> I want, the, I want the Google pixel, but that, I'm losing it right now. <laughs> that's awesome. All right. So on the topic of cell phones, though, staying on it, um, you have an AR slash VR um, company right now. I yeah. Think like for the majority of our listeners, the only real exposure that they've kind of had to that field is maybe they have an Oculus, but probably the biggest thing for AR is with Pokemon Go. So yeah. can you kind of differentiate um, AR and VR? Because I know there's a big difference, but a lot of people tend to use them. Um, hand in hand. Yeah, hand in hand. Yeah. So, so VR, you actually, I'm getting some weird feedback here. No, no you're good. Oh, that's weird. Okay, cool. So. Uh, AR, I mean VR. When you're when you're actually just, um, uh, sorry, lost train of thought. TV's on right here, kind of like dozing off here. So VR, really easy. You put yourself in an immersive space. You're put, you're wearing a headset, and you're putting yourself inside this digital world. All right, uh, that's really what it is. And then AR is where you're taking like augmenting reality. All you're doing is taking this digital content, and you're stripping down this environment. Like instead of just putting it on your face, now you're stripping it down to putting it in this digital content inside the real world. So now you're like taking, for example, you said Pokemon Go, like you're putting Pokemon into the real world, but there's one that a lot of people are using like almost every single day is like Snapchat or even Instagram by putting these filters on your face. That is augmented reality. When you're using dog ears and you think you're like, you're making like these cute filters and stuff. That is what I do. <laughs> So I hope so that's an easy to break it. Yeah, yeah. So how'd you get involved with uh, the AR VR world? Um, did that start from your interest in cell phones or did it come from another direction? 
Uh, completely a different direction. Um, I started off actually in, in the app development company, then started my own app development company. And then uh, we started pivoting. So we created a product that like I wanted to help out my, um, my actual teacher. Um, so grew, I grew up dyslexic. So I went back to my old teacher and I was like, is there a way I can help you out? And I don't know what it is, but I do want to like have a cause when I make a product. And she was teaching me some old things. Like, I'm like, this is how I taught you how to read X, Y, and Z. And I was like, oh, you know what? I know how to do that. I'm going to, the concept was I'm going to put a kid inside of a book. So using like image recognition, I, I targeted like, you know, Dr. Like Dr. Seuss's books and uh, even like small words, like uh, these sight words. And I would attach a character onto it. And it was like a, uh, I would catch a character onto it so people can actually register like what is even happening. So if the word was jump, we would show a little girl on there and he, she would just constantly jump. And it's like, we can actually correlate the two, but it was definitely not the direction I thought the company was going to go in. It just happened to be what people really liked what we did. I mean, we were in just an app development company and I didn't know how to give anything away. So I attached a spaceman on top of our business card and they would be like giveaways during conventions, but those did so well. Um, we ended up getting like seven leads overnight just using this augmented business card. So we're like, okay, well, you know what? We have a product here. Let's let's use this as our tool to get into everything. And then next thing you knew, we're like, hey, we're, we're the AR guys. I'm like, oh, all right. I guess that's what we're going to do. <laughs> uh-huh. So it was, a, it was a complete accident. It wasn't like on purpose to do it. We were just trying to, like our company, my company and I were just trying to, actually do something good and giving back a learning tool to the world mm-hmm. that's awesome so kind of going off of that how what does your company do necessarily for for the listeners that are that don't know what launch yeah about? uh so, like so people will approach us and then they'll even ask us like what to uh how they can you incorporate ar mm-hmm. i'm also focused on ar because every vr is just a novelty piece that we have to just include and we can do it but Realistically, we built this engine. Um, we built a platform out that uh, has three tiers to it. So the first tier is our public platform, which is just the launchable app that people can use and onboard their own things onto it. Like people, like smaller companies will just load their business card onto it. Or some companies will put their mailers on there. So like real estate companies are using it to send mailers out. So that's the first tier. And they'd onboard their own like content onto it, their own videos. The next one is customizing like our white labeled app. So we'll rent out our IP and we'll brand it completely around another person's company so they can use it and they can position themselves as like an industry leader while they're using our application. So they see that they're like more you know, immersive company or a high end company or like, you know, a forward thinking company. Let's say. Um, and then the last one would be like, we would integrate our camera into someone else's application. So if you already have an existing app, we just build our camera inside of yours. So much like, um, just think about you're getting Snapchat features onto your own application. That's dope. That's <laughs> no, that's like really cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, it was not on purpose. That that system, that all came about once we wrote the code and stuff. We're like, you know what? We can rent this thing out to people. And then you're like, once we got our first customer, we realized, you know what? let's get out of this app development business and let's just 
start only just doing AR and stuff. So it wasn't on purpose. You know, you don't do these things on purpose. So I want to ask you a question about the, the future of AR. Um, so I remember uh, vaguely when I was younger that VR went through uh, a couple a couple of waves of popularity, um, and it was a little before its time in its uh, I guess first introduction back in the very early two thousands. Um, but now it's starting to resurface um, with Samsung and their all the work that they put into um, all their devices. And I'm kind of wondering if you think AR will kind of go through um, a similar phase where. Um, we've seen it grow with uh, uh, Pokemon Go and um, Snapchat, and then it would maybe die off, maybe just because it's we don't have the technology yet or it's too soon, and then it might spike up later on in our lifetimes. Uh, okay, so you're saying um, AR, right? Just to correct you, a, like you're, you want me to know my opinion of the future of AR? Yeah. Um, honestly, we're uh, if this was like a bell curve, because it like uh, the bell curve for this is a, we're early stages of it. Um, 2000s, that's honestly, I, I experimented around then and it's, it's, it's gone such a far away from it now, but we're early adopters right now. So not a lot of even the market even uses it except for like these social media applications. Um, but, uh, the future of it is going to be a wearable. So if you want to look up a company that makes an awesome wearable, it would probably be Magic Leap. It's like they're valued at like a billion dollars. They're a startup company in South Florida. Mm -hmm. um, Are they in South Florida? Yeah, they're Fort Lauderdale, actually. Oh, okay. Or Fort Lauderdale or Miami. I can't remember. But um, they are making a wearable item or they already announced it and they showed pictures of it. But that's going to like these are supposed to replace phones. So like that'll be the whole next wave. So if you're thinking like way out there within our lifetime, yeah, we'll see it in our lifetime. You can already play around with things like HoloLens and um, what else is out there right now? Uh, interesting enough, we got approached by Bose. They, they're even coming out with their own wearable item. Uh, you can even look up Apple's making up their own. I'm pretty sure Google is too. But we're going to go wearable. Like this is what's going to happen. And then it's going to be our next phone. So everyone is trying to replace the phone. That's interesting. We're trying to replace the phone and like, yeah, the phone just came. Like, if you really think about it, like the, <laughs> the things like it really. Just and that's funny. It's like, it's how the tech scene works here. Like we, we move fast. Like we're trying to eliminate everything we just made because the technology is getting better and better. Like they, they said that um, the phone, the smartphone only came around um, mid 2000s and it's already on its last legs that something new is going to pop up. Um, sooner or later, within the next couple of years, that's supposed to overtake it, just how smartphones overtook flip phones and things like that. And people thought it was going to be the watches, um, but those have kind oh, of bottomed out. <laughs> <laughs> but if you, it's interesting how you're positioning that. Like, one second, I'm going to put the charger on here. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> you're good. Can you guys hear me? Yep. Yeah. All right. So interesting enough about, like, the watches that you're bringing up watches are amazing and it, apple's already like so people don't like change they no. don't want to adapt to it but everyone's like they want change but they they don't really want it so you got to like bring into the crowd like really slowly you got to bring it some real slow so apple sometimes uh, if you look at their watch hands down the best smart watch the best that's ridiculous they just got rid of the feature to actually have your phone on you so you're slowly doing it 
we're slowly getting people are used to it, but it's just a very slow adoption rate. So we'll we'll make it like an accessory for your phone. And then eventually now they, like they already took the step of getting rid of the phone. So you were thinking about the next watch after that. I'm like, well, I'm going to be able to make calls on it. And then you're like, you're thinking the next watch after that, maybe it'll project onto the wall. But it's like it's coming to the point where like really trying to phase people away from these devices that we created. Hmm. So kind of getting weird. Does the uh, Apple Watch or any of the smartwatches have like Bluetooth attached to it? I've never had uh, one. I don't, know. I don't think so. I actually don't remember. I didn't use any of those features, like that feature. Because I'm thinking mine like just to tell time. Because I'm What's thinking like the AirPods and how yeah. you would just have the AirPods in your in your pocket and then your your watch on your your wrist. That would be your phone, so to say. Yeah, that would be great, right? Like you're just getting rid of because, like, I don't want to be like right now. What I'm kind of mad about is I'm charging my phone. I love how my light went out, but I'm like, I'm charging my phone right now. You know? Yeah. I'm like, I don't, and then I have to bring it around with me. Then I got to charge my head, like my ear pods, and then I got to charge like all these other devices. I'd like to eliminate that. I like to eliminate everything I have to charge. So, and and I don't want to put anything in my pocket anymore either. So if I am wearing the item, then it'd be it'd be able to make it easier. Okay, I see. All right, so I think we're we're gonna transition a little bit, okay? and I want to talk about tech scenes outside of the big hubs. So when you think of tech, a lot of people think Silicon Valley, New York, uh, Boston area, but you're in Orlando, and you just spoke about Magic yeah. Leap, which is down in uh, Fort Lauderdale. So how yeah. has that change kind of been, or like not change, but kind of overcoming that no, I understand. to come from one of those places. Yeah, uh, it's uh, interesting. So when I talk to investors and stuff and um, other people I do sales with and just kind of travel, they're like, there's technology companies, like there's tech companies in Orlando. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I'm one of them. Uh, it doesn't come up very often, especially like we don't get a good credibility here, but people are forgetting like although we have we have Disney here, we have EA Games. Mm -hmm. Like these are giant hubs. We have a, like a crazy amount of, like of just uh, the health industries here. So it's hard to explain that to people that we actually have a good tech scene here. Although we're not like the most popular, we have them here. Uh, and the majority of them just start working for Disney, and that's the realistic <laughs> of it here. That's like yeah, that's reality check here. That's what happens. But we're trying to break out of that norm and the city actually has been the biggest support for us um by getting us out out and farther um they're they're making a whole bunch of incubators downtown now mm -hmm. um which is awesome i think i even showed you guys i even showed you like where an incubator is yeah, yeah, yeah. Interview. there's a whole bunch of more meetups um there's uh there's a whole bunch of other co companies like or nonprofits that are running like uh, competitions to get people funded so honestly it's something that's going to grow here but it's going to take time and we're going to be a joke for a while until we come up with some serious product with some serious tech out here so what other um companies or uh tech or non-tech have you been able to collaborate with uh down in orlando uh there's a company here called edge factory that makes a lot of our 3d assets uh, Pandera, which is a huge company, they're do, they're, they do data analytics. Um, there's a few other that supply like digital 3D TVs without glasses for us. So yeah, I, I don't know. There's, there's a lot of companies that we kind of pair up with. Uh, 
random ones are like doctor offices that just want to <laughs> augment their office. That's interesting. Uh, That's kind of real, cool. Realty companies. I mean, imagine being a little kid and you just walk in, you're like, this whole place is a video game. And you're like, what? And you're like, yeah, just come into my waiting room. The waiting room is a video game. And then they're like, what do you mean? And they're like pointing their phones around the area and they're like finding these like hidden characters and playing video games on the wall. So it's it's like bringing that imagination for all these kids to like actual reality. Oh, that's pretty so, that's yeah. sick. Yeah. Awesome. I'd actually want to go to like the <laughs> dentist office if that was the case. Like I'd right be there. <laughs> that would be that would be <laughs> so adding on to that, like you said, you have experience coming from a non-target location for tech. So for anyone who's listening out there, what type of advice do you have for someone who comes from a non-target school necessarily and a non-target location for tech? How do you get started? Find others. <laughs> you want to survive, so you're not going to do it alone. Uh, really find others that are doing or like like-minded people. If you want to like, I remember when I was in UCF, I couldn't find anybody who was who wanted to get into the tech scene. So I just did it on my like did it on my own until I ran into my a couple other buddies that were like, hey, I really like what you're doing or what are you doing? I would want to get involved. So really finding other like-minded people will be like the first step. And honestly, if you Google enough things, you'll find the scene in your city. <laughs> and one part of your, your journey that I think is a little overlooked is that you're an entrepreneur as well. That's something that um, I think we should highlight. And what yeah. tips do you have for any entrepreneurs, um, young ones out there that are looking to uh, start their own businesses? Uh, if it's your first time, you're going to fail. Uh, get used <laughs> to it, man. You're gonna feel a lot, <laughs> and that becomes like the best thing ever. So if you fail, um, it's all it's all about that rebound. So how fast can you get back up and go? It's really important to to get through that point right there. It's like, and that's what really makes entrepreneur. If you're like, if you can get knocked down, hit rock bottom, build back up, and then do it all over again because you know you're gonna fall again. I was like, that's the most important part. So don't think that your idea is the best thing. Don't be afraid to change it because it's really people invest into you. So like you're going to have to pivot. So I guess my biggest takeaway is like um, what I, what got me going at least it was it's like saying when you, when you feel like uncertain, like and you feel like unweary, like uncertainty, turn into that unknown because something great's going to come out of there. And just because you have that attitude, like I'm going to make it no matter what you can, you'll make your company happen. You'll easily find like, you know, easily you'll easily, you'll get through it. And it like, if you, and once you get through it, it turns into gold. <laughs> like it's tough. I feel like that's the biggest mindset difference between any entrepreneur and any, like, I don't want to say regular person, but anyone who's looking for like a nine to five or something like that. Yeah. When you talk to them about like failure, they're like, oh, what if your business fails? You're like, okay, well, I'll find something else. Like, yeah. or like I, yeah. I'll, I'll look back at my model and see what went wrong, et cetera, et cetera. And yeah. then in their mind, you can see it in their eyes and they're like, what are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> they're yeah. just looking at you scared sometimes. And it's, it's not scary. a bad thing. It's two different mindsets, but it's something definitely that I think separates the two, um, like a nine to five to an entrepreneurial mindset. Yeah. No, if you're scared, like, like if you're scared, you're doing something right. You're like change is about to happen and just keeping going for it. And then when it hits the bottom, just realize like, oh my gosh, 
this is terrible. I, I want to get out of this scenario. Like your body wants to get out. Your mind is like, I need to get, I need to get comfortable again. Mm-hmm. And once you're comfortable, that is dangerous. That's way more dangerous than being scared. When you're scared, you're trying to innovate. You're trying to get out of this situation to get that comfort zone. And once you reach that comfort zone, go find another place that you're kind of scared. And, you're out there, <laughs> and then you start growing pretty fast. <laughs> Definitely agree. So what has been either your biggest failure or like the scariest failure that you've gone through or moment that you've gone through? <laughs> scariest moment where you're like where you're like you were scared to hit that send button whether it was like a big investor that you were trying to pitch or something like that uh it's, it's in that official start like just starting was scared i was super like i'm like i'm gonna jump into this and like i'm coming out of a job and i had i was getting paid and like you know my rent's getting paid for and then i'm like <laughs> I'm ending all of that. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's not a thing. Like that is scary. Like, and the thing is, I, I got let go at my other job, and I was just like, I'm gonna either get another job or I'm gonna start one. Mm-hmm. And that right there was easily the scariest moment of my life, just because I'm like, you know what? No, I'm. I can do it on my own. I've sold like, you know, phones in my past, and I, I know how to talk to people. So that moment was had to be super scary to be like. I'm not going to take a traditional route. I'm going to start paying myself. And if I can't make the money and I can't make rent, well, I guess I need to go put this on my credit card or something. I don't know. So, <laughs> so realistically, it's just the start was, it was really hard. Okay. So I want to take a, a look back at your entire journey so far, Alfred, um, from, from start to finish or not finish, but where you are now. Um, take your journey and turn it into a loading bar uh, from zero to 100%. Where do you feel like you are right now on your loading bar? 30%, maybe 20. Yeah. Okay. And then <laughs> why do you feel like you're, you're there right now? I'm pretty young right now. And I think my journey is so early that I think I'm going to make a huge impact with an AR. And I'm not even realizing, like, I realize the AR industry is big bigger than i'm realizing i think actually uh because i'm getting linkedin messages from like china and like people in the uk i just signed my first deal in in portugal what up anybody in portugal listening to this because um i don't, I don't know man i'm like literally people are, are calling me and asking me like how to implement ar and I, I think we're so early stages in it that i'm like i don't think i'm gonna just stay in ar like i think i have more room for other things that's why I think I'm only like 30, you know, like 20, 30% because I have so much more to give and I have like a whole many, like I got a, a lot of ideas that I actually implement before I'm shutting off. <laughs> no, definitely. And I, I truly believe that you're going to have more to give to the world, whether it's in CR or BR or whatever. <laughs> whatever reality, right? Whatever. <laughs> Who knows if it's Mars, R, whatever, whatever. Right. <laughs> Oh man, I'd love to get a space. <laughs> That's the goal. That's the goal. So now we get to move on to our favorite part, which is the deep thinking question. So are you ready for it? Uh, yeah, man, hit me. <laughs> All right. So let's imagine you're 120 years old. It's your last day on earth. Um, but everything that you've ever created has been destroyed. You've been able to accomplish everything, but no one can re- uh, recall any of it but you get to pick three things to be remembered for. What are those three things? 
<laughs> three things I get to be remembered for. Mm-hmm. It could be anything. It could be anything. It doesn't have to be about my career. It doesn't have to be anything else. Well, you've you've accomplished everything in the world. You're the number one. You were the number one <laughs> AR VR company. Zucks, whatever it is. But yeah. you're all gone. And you get to okay. the three. Uh, that I'm really good at basketball, so people might remember that. Anybody <laughs> <Okay. laughs> believe that? <laughs> that I uh, that I love my mom. That's probably the most important <laughs> thing ever, right there. You know, she's definitely gonna like that, right? Like you gotta love your mom. Like you got to, you got oh, to, definitely. you got to. And then honestly, what what, what was the last one? It's Three things, hard, and it wouldn't even be tech. It, it, it couldn't even be in tech, maybe. This is how it always happens. It's like family, and then like a passion, and yeah. then the third one is like, what else? What else? <laughs> what, what else do you want from me? I'm like, honestly, if it, if it had to be because I'm very competitive, and I'm really competitive around one person, and just like, I want the world to know that I am better than my brother. Like, boom. <laughs> and anything. Literally. <laughs> like, I beat you in... Bowling, I mean, like, well, that's just like me joking around about it because they're like within competition, but that'll be it for me. But it's definitely, I guess, it, to take that, I'll take it even back farther. Like that, I'm just a high competitor. Like I like to compete. Mm-hmm. Like I really like to compete because people, I mean, regardless or not, man, when you take a look at me, you're like that kid's in the tech industry. He's Asian, so it's like regardless <laughs> or not, that's. You can you can say people are gonna forget that, but I'm like, ah, uh, it has never left me. <laughs> always there, always there. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, shifting to the second question, if you could augment your room, what would you put in it, and why? Augment like augmented reality, like what I do right yeah. now. Yeah. And why? Uh, actually, it would be a personal assistant, like life size assistant that would be able to like morph into anything I needed to do. Uh, and it'd be like, if you ever watch smart home or anything, I'd make that it, it do a lot of things like my laundry and uh, it fold my laundry too. That'd be great. And wake me up in the morning, but I'd literally make an augmented like helper or a, like a life size Siri or something, you know, that'd be it. Uh, and if you guys even like stay close to like launchables, like Facebook page and websites, They'll see some stuff that we are making with like voice recognition. So mm-hmm. this, I may be joking around about it, but we may be trying to make something like that. <laughs> might, be, might be on, might be on the rise. Yeah, so like you kind of want to make like a Jarvis, Jarvis slash boy computer. Yeah, type of thing. Like, yeah. It, but the thing is, like, it has to accomplish things. Like, it could it like can it actually touch and move things? That'd be kind of great because. I don't want to just be there and then give me commands and stuff and then not be able to do my laundry. Yeah. yeah. That's like the number one purpose of me making the thing. Right. (laughs) (laughs) To do my laundry. To do my laundry. (laughs) And fold it. It's really important because I realized (laughs) when you will on your own, when you realize folding laundry is the worst thing ever. (laughs) It's gotta be top three most annoying things. Easily. And then like V2 version, maybe do dishes because Okay. Yeah. I'm with you there. I'm with you there. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. All right. So last question. Um, before and, we ask it, um, is there anything that you want to give a shout out to, whether it's your social media, your company, whatever it may be? Um, now's the time. 
Now, now's the time. Yeah, uh, now's the shout time. out Team Launchable uh, at Team Launchable, every handle possible, and then, <laughs> every handle possible. And then, just special thanks to like people who actually helped me move this company forward. I know that we have long strides to go. I'm pretty much talking to my team. We we have so much room to grow, and it's a long journey ahead of us. Um, and then Orlando Tech and Beers, thank you for so much helping us out. Uh, Starter Studio. Uh, venture scale up yeah those those probably be the people and companies that really have been helping us out and pandera you guys have been doing a lot for us mr joshua sutton congratulations on your baby <laughs> awesome yeah shout out to otab because without them we wouldn't have connected and uh, you wouldn't be on the podcast right now either oh yeah for sure all right so last question what is the question that you wish that we asked you <laughs> you yes as uh you it would have to be about my mindset that was that's pretty much it like but i feel like you guys kind of hit it it's like hey what, what's the mindset of an entrepreneur like what, what what comes into your head when you wake up like those are the questions i like being asked it's like what what motivates you what drives you like those are questions i do like because i think they're i think that really defines on a person you know mm-hmm so what like what is your motivation like what keeps you going like (laughs) (laughs) it's like what is that right yeah it's it's just i'm competing against myself every day it's like if i if you do if you can measure things in tasks like do that right but if you accomplish five tasks today tomorrow you better either like you better try to get six or double it you know so if you can wake up in the morning and just be better than yourself like stop competing against everybody else. You're the number one competitor, you know, like you're gonna wake up one day and you're gonna look at yourself and you're like, well, what did I do with my life? And if you can't wake up one day and be like, I didn't, you know what? I wish I did those things. Like, no, like that, that shouldn't be acceptable. Wake up every day, just try to beat yourself. And if you wanna be this, like, if you wanna be an astronaut, then go start researching how to be an astronaut every day. Just keep digging at that. Cause then you'll achieve what you're wanting to get. Like. The only limitation that you have in your life right now is yourself. Like you put limitations on yourself. That's it. Like it doesn't matter where you're living, where you're from. Like if you really like the ocean and and you live in like Ohio, well, eventually you'll figure your way out and get to getting to the ocean. So uh, wake up every day, just try beating yourself, man. And that's all I do. That's awesome. I think that's huge, especially with how internet is right now. Like you literally yeah. can research anything. Like that wasn't available to our parents. But no, we have exactly it. exactly we have all this information around these phones right here man like you can google anything anything also i gotta add just because i said that like you're you can google anything why would you want an iphone if you can get <laughs> from the company that you use every day for information and this thing is supposed to give you information they're not paying me for this ad i just i'm obsessed with google <laughs> Google hooked this man up with some AR contracts. Yeah, real low key, low key. <laughs> so, Alfred from the Get Your Grind Up community and uh, the Young and Dumb crew, we want to thank you for uh, coming on the podcast and sharing your knowledge with us and letting us pick your brain. Really appreciate it, man. Hey, man. Thank you guys for even having me. Thank you guys for letting me speak my mind and go on these weird tangent and rants. <laughs> Those are the best. Yeah, it's, it's the place for it. we're young and dumb uh for those who want a little more info on launchable and about what alfred's doing uh check out our website 
getyourgrindup.com and our Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at getyourgrindup. And we'll be back next week with another crazy episode. Always remember, we are all young and dumb. And never forget, get your grind up. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace. Thank you, everyone, for tuning into our podcast. Check out our website, getyourgrindup.com, for every dumb profile and even more content. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Get Your Grind Up. And share a name as we spread your journeys. What doesn't kill you makes you dumber. Thank, Thank you, guys. guys. Peace. Peace.